Hello guys. Oh, I'm Mac. And I'm Harry and, and welcome, welcome to the Porridgeur Intellectuals Podcast. This morning we are sitting down and enjoying our porridge with your camera. Uh it's kind of wood wooden today. Yeah, yeah, as you can tell, we've run out of topics and we're we're boring ourselves at this mm. point. But um uh, we're enjoying our podcast our, our breakfast with um I believe it's still just Fira. Fira. Who has been flagged. Yes. For hate speech. For hate speech. We're not we're not gonna repeat what she said because that no. would be spreading hate speech on an online yeah. platform and that would be terrible. And in our, our podcast charter, we specifically do not tolerate hate speech. We don't tolerate we don't tolerate no. hate speech. I've actually never said a slur in my entire life. So listeners, please don't leave slurs under our videos. We won't. We won't tolerate it. Yeah, I just want. We want to put a bit of PSA about the because we don't get a lot of comments, but we'd really appreciate mm. if you were just all nice to each other. Because I think some of the recent, what we've been seeing recently, we've not been enjoying. Yeah. Okay. So can we just? Can everyone please talk? Hey, breakfast eaters, can you all just please tone it down a bit? I think yeah. you're being a bit. You're being a bit extra. Yeah. And you're being a bit hateful. Yeah. So. Fuck that. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, sorry for such a bummer on that. I mean, let's maybe we shouldn't have her on. We'll try and block her somehow. Yeah, try and deplatform somehow. Yeah, we'll deplatform this platform, this woman. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Right. So on. <laughs> what is today's food for thought? Um. Well, we were a bit split, weren't we? But we've we've decided on work from home, haven't we? Yes. Um. Work from well, work culture. Yeah. Gen Z work culture. Yeah. And Gen Zs would love to work from home. I don't know if it's necessarily Gen Zs, but... People in general. I... Yeah. Zoomers. Someone said on Instagram that they would spend their entire life at home if they could. Like, fully, unironically. Sort of... If they can... They would align the rest of their career to be work from home, if that was a possibility. Do you think they just meant working? Yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Yeah, but it was... Yeah, because I saw some post about working from home. And mm-hmm. all of the comments were like, oh my god, I never want to go back to the office again. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. And I couldn't really understand it. But Matt can. Well, I don't want to sound condescending. Have yeah. you ever worked in an office? Yeah. Okay. And what was your experience? What, 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 what was that? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with this history of yours. Uh, well, I, I did like an internship in London. Um, oh. And yeah, I went to the office for a few weeks. Okay. Um, How did you find it? I quite liked it. Mm. To be fair, where I was staying was dog shit. Yeah, um, yeah I remember. That was... <laughs> yeah. I was in one of the cheapest hostels in London. Mm. Uh, and you couldn't even sit anywhere in the hostel. Not even on the bed. Because they were triple stacked. Um, and so I, I spent as much time as I could in the office. And I'd got... if Once I finished work, I'd uh, get all the rest of my shit done. Because uh, it was a nice office. Um, and there was nice people there. And I would enjoy hanging out with them, you know. But mm-hmm. I think if I was just sitting around at home, I wouldn't have enjoyed that. And I, I quite like the office environment. It's, you know, yeah. I guess it depends on your, um, I guess it could depend on your living situation as well. Because, mm. like, right now, I wouldn't want to work from home. Mm. I don't. And obviously you in London wouldn't have liked to work in the hostel. No. Well, I did in the end. But oh, yeah, but like... But yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but 
but yeah, I guess if you have a really, really good home life, or if you you got everything you need, yeah, I can imagine. I I know for a lot of people, it's their like safe space. It's something that they've made their own, something that they enjoy. I I think some of it does stem from convenience. Yeah, I think a lot of people love rolling out of. Well, actually, you know what? I don't even know if it's convenience per se, as in like they like having a lazy morning. Mm. I think actually what it could be more of is people who feel a lot of external pressure to. I don't know. Whenever they're like in public, they feel a lot of external pressure to properly like dress up or put all the makeup on or mm. get ready and and. Anybody with like anxiety who who feels like they need to really be at their best whenever they're out in public, mm. I can imagine it feeling like. Because I I know people who like if they start work at like nine a.m. will mm. get up at like six because mm. then they spend an hour and a half getting ready because mm. <laughs> they need to do that before they leave the house. Mm. So I can imagine not even in terms of like you want a lazy morning, but because you you don't want to go through the effort that it takes you to actually go and socialize I guess I, yeah I guess people who struggle socializing it's a bit of a blessed situation because you need to work surely that just makes it worse what do you mean like the cure for social anxiety is to go and be social and go and put yourself in that boiling water and then eventually you'll get used to it sort of thing I guess so I, w- I wonder if it's people who like do socialize it just takes them a lot of energy to do that extreme so, like introverts. they don't want to they'd rather spend that energy to actually go out on a weekend or go out on an evening and not spend that energy having to go to a job that they like need to just to live do you know what i mean because mm, i i mean i understand if you've got a long commute like mm. if you have to you know travel to a different city or whatever that's a bit of a fucking pain true but um Working Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> I had a snow day on Thursday. It was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, literally, like, all the schools in Bradford just closed. Mm. I got sent home at half one. Mm. Left at ten past. That's quite nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> Work from home. Work from home. So, you, you, what you said to me is that commuting is, is could be an issue. Is what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I, I don't understand why so many people are on board with it. I'd understand that in a few niche cases, it would be more convenient sort of thing. But as I was saying before the podcast, before we were recording, is that, you know, in going to university and things, I kind of enjoy being in the kind of environment sort of thing and having, uh, you know, a load of people around who are, like, these kind of acquaintances I guess like not they're, they're not necessarily your friends but you say hi to them in the corridor sort of thing mm-hmm. that gives me a boost sort of thing I, I, I really enjoy that um, yeah I enjoy I, I enjoy that at work as well yeah all the English staff at work are all nice yeah as in the department of English studies not just the English staff members mm. there's plenty of lovely foreign staff members as well um yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I love all the English staff members. Um, they're all well. I mean, they're all they're, they're all fairly nice. Yeah, it's good to say hi. Yeah, I think the I think it I think going back to because we recently we, we did a little bit of research before before, before recording. Uh-huh. And was it the BBC 
um, recently did a study where 94% or 91% actually, I believe, mm-hmm. of 18 24 year olds reported being stressed in their workplace. But the average stress for all ages yeah. is 84% are stressed. Well, it's stressed in general. But yeah. In general, isn't it isn't workplace? Yeah, it's. It's well, it's of workers, but of workers, okay. But yeah, though. Okay, I assumed it would be in a working context, just because that's what it's about. But maybe that wasn't the question. Almost all of them are dealing with symptoms of burnout. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent of Gen Z workers are dealing with burnout. Yeah. I felt that. Really? Yeah, I had a migraine. Really? Yeah, yeah, I had a migraine every day this week. Really? Yeah, yeah, Monday to Friday, I've been having these, like, splitting headaches when I've been in the workplace. And I've had to sit some periods out and sit in the staff quiet room and just kind of, like, nap for a bit. Goodness, why, do you think? I, I'm not a huge fan of the job. It's fine. It's mm. good. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's decent. I just think it's difficult to... It's a difficult job to enjoy. Mm. I feel like it's at its best, either when I'm in the office, kind mm-hmm. of chilling, doing admin stuff, or it's a lesson that I'm engaged with, mm-hmm. the children are also engaged with. Mm. I'd say that I'm engaged with maybe four or five out of ten of every le- of lessons. I'd say the kids are engaged with maybe three out of ten of the mm. lessons. Like, it's, it feels fairly rare when they line up as well, to be honest. Mm. I think, yeah, I think you usually have worse lessons than you have better lessons. Mm. At least, at least personally, in the groups I'm working. But then again, I am also working with particularly difficult groups. Yeah, that's kind of my job. Yeah, is to is to try and is to try and get through to some more challenging children. Yeah. So I guess it's particularly difficult for them to engage with it, which I'm understanding of. Because I, because I, my job recently has been to supervise workshops and things in secondary schools. I gotta say, I kind of just avoid the more difficult groups. The, right, the, yeah. the sort of the the group of lads who are just like clearly not going to listen and yeah, yeah. Uh, just like uh, I don't I don't even really want to sort of thing. Oh no, I'm I, I like I like doing class support, mm. so I'll specifically be one on one with those type of kids. Yeah, um, and it can be a it it, it, it can be pretty stressful. Mm. I think also it's one of the massive motivators for for this job because also it's it's the three hour commute. Mm. And that's both ways. I don't mean yeah. like three hours to get there, three hours to get back. Mm. It's an hour and a half, one way. That's so draining. Yeah. It's it's not it's less draining in the morning, but it's very draining on on like a when I get back. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Yeah. Um. So one of the the big motivators for even taking the job is 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 the pay. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like being motivated by money. I've never been a money-oriented person. Mm. I've never, I've always seen money as a bad motivator because mm. I think it generally just leads to unhappiness mm. and generally leads to being unsatisfied. Mm. I think we've talked about it before on yeah. the um, the rat w- the rat race episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been like episode four, honestly. I thought it was two. That was was it? Was it? I think it was two. Yeah, yeah. I was quite an early one though. Yeah. But I remember on that one I said that. Um, if you get a job just because it pays well, mm. you will meet someone who enjoys their job that pays the same amount, and you will—it's just going to ruin your day. Mm. I believe that I really do. Um, so I think I've been—I've been really struggling with motivation to actually do the job. Really, when one of the biggest motivators to doing it is money, because it doesn't motivate me. Because 
I mean, I guess it would get monotonous, wouldn't it? Like, almost any job, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, my, you know, my job, uh, well, I had one, uh, uh, a shift yesterday, and it was, instead of, like, supervising a workshop, I was actually, like, going to a school and giving a talk to a bunch of year nines, uh, scaring them into doing languages at Leeds. And um, I quite enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I kind of enjoy presenting and I kind of, I, I like doing talks and things in front of people. Uh, you know, it kind of makes you a little bit like nervous, but it's like the, the kind of good kind of nervous. Um, and yeah, I don't know. But if I'd done a hundred of them, would I still enjoy it? Yeah, it's difficult. Is there anything you'd still enjoy that you'd get paid for after doing it a hundred times? I think that's the goal. Yeah, I think that's what you're looking it's very for. Very hard to find that. <laughs> I think that's really what people should be striving towards, honestly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I completely. I, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. I think it can be difficult. Personally, my job doesn't feel too repetitive. Hmm. I think because I'm in the first year of teaching. Hmm. I can imagine if I'd been teaching because every single term, the content changes. Hmm. I'm new to the content, hmm. so that freshens it up. And the groups are usually not. Uh, the, the groups I work with are usually inconsistent mm. and my timetable changes every like three weeks mm. so like, I get like given but I'm, I've, I'm recently starting to work with the DSP which are the developmental special need provisions right so it's like very 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 severe autism ADHD mm-hmm. very very severe um, physical disabilities or, or learning disabilities mm. they have like their own little section of the school and they um, yeah they're all in a big class together and there's, and there's specialists that work with them Mm. So I, I'm recently started working with them now, once mm. a week, um, which was just like reading a kid a book and being like, like sounding out all the phonics and stuff. Mm. So obviously that's new. Well, I've, I mean, I've I've done it before in my past, but like mm. it's new to this job. Um, so personally, I don't think it's getting that repetitive. Mm-hmm. But my God, if you were an English teacher and you've been teaching Macbeth to year tens for fifteen years, mm. you're doing the same lessons. Yeah, <laughs> for, it's a lot. Because you're so, doing like you're doing like you could be doing the same lesson like three times a week. So, so what do you find is like the tough part, the toughest part of your job, sort of thing? If it's not it being monotonous, is it just like the kids or? Um, the toughest part, probably yeah, probably behavior management. Yeah, I think when a kid, yeah, I think it's challenging kids really. I so think it just kind of make you worried, sort of thing. Yeah, it it, it, it can make me fairly anxious. Yeah, same. It I helps bet. a lot more working in small groups. Mm. It's a lot more manageable with like three or four kids. Mm. I'd be terrible with 30 kids. When I'm doing like in-class support and there's 30 of them, and I end up taking a leading role for something. Yeah. Like especially whenever there's a cover teacher, Yeah. I have to like step up. Yeah. Because I, I usually know more than they do about yeah. the, the, the subject. Yeah. I hate it. Because the thing is, is with, like, those kind of unruly kids, it's a bit like, you know, they kind of sniff out any any sign of weakness sort mm, of thing. Definitely. And, you know, we've all got weaknesses sort of thing. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you just, you're a little always a little on edge if they'll ever sniff it out sort of thing. And I don't know, like, from my limited interaction, it's gone fine. Like, they do generally listen, you know, and, but... You know, you kind of also want to 
hit that balance, that impossible balance of, you know, being a supervisor of like, you know, commanding respect, but also not being a dick. Yeah, and it's, I, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Mm. Not many teachers get it right, no. really. But um, can be very, can, can, can be very hard. Get them to like you, but also get them to listen to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, I think you can get in your head a bit about. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you actually accomplish that? Yeah, I was talking to um, I was talking to a friend yesterday with a lot of education experience. Mm. He's a lecturer. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to work in Oxford. He used to do application and stuff. He's, he's, he knows people and like education boards. And mm. he's, he's quite high up in that kind of thing. Mm. And he was talking about how he hates when people are like I don't know. I, there's like there's like a very cultural thing of like how oh, teachers are pretty chill because you have like you have so many much holidays. You have so many holidays, mm. um, and that really annoys him whenever mm. anyone says it. Because obviously teachers work into the holidays and do a lot of work in the holidays, mm. and they're, they're, they're always working past the contract, contracted hours, and they're always mm. having to take work home with them and stuff. And so they they they, they really work quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and they do, definitely need holidays. Yeah, like, I literally have had like a migraine for a full week. Mm. Like I think I definitely needed a week off. It's 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 a, it's a half term this week. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. This is we're going into half term now. So oh, nice. over Valentine's Day, it's, it's the week off. Oh, nice. Uh, and needed needed it. Yeah. When you talk to kid, when you talk to teachers in school, they're always like, um, "You've survived this term. Oh, you've, really you've done another day." Talking to themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, no. The um, you know the meme like the house is on fire, but everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's the mentality of every teacher that I've spoken to. Really. Oh yeah, it's just like this is shit, but like we're getting. <laughs> Oh, education in this country needs. Well, there's been so many strikes. There's been so much. It, it, it needs reforming. There's a huge issue. There's an employment crisis. There's huge mm. issues in education right now. We well, don't blame them, do you? It's... Well, teachers. Yeah. No, no. What, what, what I was going to say is like, in workplaces, mm. especially more modernly, mm. there's a huge thing about like there's entire HR departments and there's entire like workplace conduct and professionalism and there's entire. All of that sort of thing to protect you as a worker to have like to have like good working conditions. Mm. What you don't realise about teachers is that like they're working with thirteen year olds who break all of those violations. Mm. So you you're just getting verbally abused mm. every day. Or you're mm. just getting kids being like calling you pathetic mm. or telling you to fuck off mm. or being like really like hostile or really yeah. moody or really so it's like like if kids a kid getting a detention would get the kid fired from any workplace. Yeah. <laughs> and these are basically your colleagues. Mm. <laughs> these are people that you are working with at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it can definitely be really, really draining and really tiring. Yeah. Because you lose patience as well. Yeah. yeah. I told a kid to shut up the other day and he, yeah. t- he, he took it to heart. Mm. He wouldn't shut up and I was like, mate, can you just shut up and listen to the teacher? Mm. Like, we need to get on this work. Mm. And he took it to heart and he gave me the silent treatment. The rest of the- I think it was on Monday. <laughs> Oh, really? And he gave him the silent treatment the rest of the week. He's like, we want me to show up and I'll show up. And he, he wouldn't speak to me for the, the rest of the week. Such a little show. Because I see him like five hours or six hours a week. So the rest of the week, he just wouldn't speak to me. <laughs> Which honestly, I find kind of funny. Yeah. Because um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not trying to build up relationships with children. Mm. I am there as the kind of, you know, I am there to supervise. I'm there to make sure they get educated. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah arguable. I shouldn't have said they told, told the kids to show up. I don't think it was particularly aggressive. Mm. I do think it was like, mate, can you please just shut up and we can, can we get on with this now? Yeah. It was more sort of exasperated. Yeah. Um, but, you know, happens. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't envy you, man. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it can be difficult, but yeah. like, in a lot of ways, it's also very rewarding. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I, I do, I do like working with kids. Okay. I do. I mean, I've been doing it for quite a while now, to mm-hmm. be honest. I did it all of last year, and then I have quite a lot of. I, I think I have over like a thousand hours volunteering with like youth charities and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I worked with um, NCS. Oh. Yeah, so I was a graduate on NCS and I helped run the program mm. for the... Col- was it? Well, I think it was the Bradford team. Mm. But I think they run most of Calderdale as well. Um, and yeah, I've run like... Um, I've like helped ru- um, staff like charity marathons and stuff. And, and um, I've done a few like youth... I don't know, like, 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 like painting... We, we 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 refurbished like an entire homeless shelter. Mm. That was all with younger people. We refurbished a youth centre up the road from where I live. Mm. Uh, we did some gardening in a old old, old people's like home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we raised some knife anonymous like knife crime awareness in in the town centre where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was all kind of supporting like like people who've just left um, secondary school, so like 16 year olds, sure. kind of helping them. It was it's like an entire like NCS is like an entire youth program yeah, for like yeah, getting yeah. kids to give back to the communities. How do you how do you get into that? Well I went on it mm-hmm. and then I went on it in twenty seventeen and I was part of the graduate program that they ran at the time. Mm-hmm. So they basically just like I did loads of volunteer work with them from like 2018, 2019. That's when I went to Poland. Mm-hmm. It was like a it was like a trip that they ran to Poland. We had to fundraise money and you donated to like this, this orphanage and then went went there for a week and chilled out with orphans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, I just kind of kept in touch with them. I mean, it, it didn't have a great ending because I, I basically like I was meant to be hired as mm-hmm. like an actual staff member in the summer for like mm-hmm. the four week program, but there was some miscommunication and they they, they gave my job to somebody else oh. with with like so much less experience. Oh, because That's fucking annoying. They sent me a staff rotor, uh-huh. and I heard nothing else from them. Mm-hmm. And I turned up on the day that the fucking timetable told me to. And I was like, hey, what's happening? And they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I've timetabled to be here. And they're like, but you didn't you didn't ring us. What do you mean I didn't ring you? We, we, we didn't hear from you, so we assumed you just didn't want the job. I have a thousand volunteer hours of a graduate program where the end goal is to get a job with you. Mm. You thought at the last minute I just didn't want the job. Cause I didn't ring you. They have like a recruiting manager. Mm. What's their job, if not to ring me? <laughs> it's very strange. So I turned up. They felt very sad for me. They let me work the one day, and then they were like, "We don't need you." And mm. they gave me. Um, I think I got. I think I got. I got two. Did I get 150 quid for the day? Oh, was this at the end of first year? Yeah. I yeah, because I remember you talking about like having yeah. that job lined up. Yeah, it was supposed to be about three, four, three or four grand in the summer. And I kind of budgeted for it because it felt kind of in the hole. Mm. And then they just—I don't know—it was so weird. I was so upset. Yeah. Because I was like, "What do you mean I didn't ring you? Well, you didn't email me. I, I got given a staff timetable, mm. and that was it. I really assumed that they'd get in touch and be like, right, now this is where we're meeting to talk about this, or like, mm. or like, can't wait to meet you, or like, can't wait to start working next week, or something." Did, was there something in the email saying, "Please ring us"? I, I mean, not from memory. I mean, this was mm. this was first. This was like 2021. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I remember being really blindsided by it. 
Yeah. There's there's a chance that I've overlooked something. Yeah. They seemed fairly annoyed with me, honestly, that I even turned up. Yeah. But I was like... I don't know. I mean, w- what I always think is that, like, if they expected to hear from me but didn't, they should have just rang. Mm. And been like, oh, yo, do you, do you still want the job? And I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. I, I didn't know that we needed to. Yeah. I don't know. One of my first times actually properly working. Yeah. I didn't really know, I didn't know the etiquette of like, well, I don't know. I think you had to check with people. That's fucking annoying. Because it's, I don't know, yeah, to be timetabled. And they gave it to someone that I actually, they gave it to a girl that did NCS when I was volunteering on it. And I helped her with her like little projects. And then she got the job. Oh. Yeah. And I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Little shit. Then again, I, I think it was at a time where like, I didn't really... There were quite a few close knit friendships in the in the NCS graduates. Oh. And I'd never really got in to any of them. I was oh. a bit on the outside. So I think there was also a bit of just like no one really cared. The inner circle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone really cared if I didn't work. Oh, fuck. To be honest. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's definitely a shame. I mean it hasn't really to say that without any teaching qualifications I am just now making like, I'm I'm now just being paid like a full like a first year, mm. full time teacher, mm. with no teaching qualifications. Mm. It's it's clearly helped. Yeah. Like it got me the job at the um, tutoring place, which has got me the job at this place. Yeah. And now my CV is pretty stacked. Yeah. If I want to go into education. Yeah. <laughs> like at least secondary and, and younger. I could work in a primary school. That could mm. be fun. Yeah. I actually prefer younger kids. Yeah. To some extent. Easier to control. Yeah, they actually like. They kind of they kind of respect you a lot. Well, because some of the yeah. some of the kids are taller than me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah fair enough. Be. If you don't respect me, hundred percent. Yeah, some but of the like kids you just t- you can't just tower over them like you can with primary school. Yeah, kids. primary school kids, you just like, hey, yeah, you need to stop doing that. And they're like, oh, sorry, sir. Yeah, you don't hear that from like your tons. Yeah, you just don't hear that. Yeah. Um, to bring it back around. Yeah. I I think working from home would be would be relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I didn't mean to complain about teaching for for twenty minutes. No, it was kind of interesting to be honest. Mm. I, I I enjoyed hearing about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, are we going to change the topic of the episode? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because Not I feel like your time. your case is like quite specific, isn't it? It's like if you yeah. were working in an actual office with grown ups. And not little shits who. Oh, I can imagine enjoying an office space. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I just mean that, like, for the work that I know that I want to do, it's not. There's not like a workplace culture for it. Yeah. So like, because I I just can't see myself enjoying. Um, the actual work of the office job. I can I can see myself enjoying the staff room and enjoying free coffee, mm. and like I can even I can, I can see myself enjoying like a, a more relaxed commute, a little mm. walk to the office. Like if because I mean I, I come to campus most weekends to do some like do do some work outside of my job, mm. um, and that's always a nice little. I enjoy the extra space. Mm. Um, in my mind, that's the most important bit about working from home. If you can have a clear division between between your workspace and your and actually being at home yeah and assuming you have all of your needs satisfied if you have like a group of friends who you can reliably meet up with yeah and a spouse 
mm-hmm. maybe would probably help. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, if you're getting like all of your social needs mm-hmm. right where you are. Yeah, I can imagine as well. Like, because I, I think working from home, weirdly, there's. I think it was like a hundred years ago. There, there was loads of union protesting, and loads of like, like some of the first ever, some of the biggest um, work movements was the eight-hour workday. Yeah. Eight hours of work, eight hours of recreation, eight hours of rest. Mm. That was like the big protesting thing. Because mm. before that, people would work 10-hour, 12-hour days. It was just yeah. a very expected... You were supposed to work for your little... Oh, this was 100 years ago. Yeah. But theorists at the time assumed that the working days would only get shorter as society progressed. Mm. So 100 years ago, they settled on a 9 to 5. Mm. And what they assumed was that it would progress and change and adapt to modern society. Well, some people are talking about a four-day work week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, no, I think, well, I think Ferris at the time thought that eventually you'd have to work like three hours a day mm. because it would be so... There'd be so much, there'd be so much automation and, and life would be so much easier in general that the work would become easier and you'd have less to do and you'd just be able to kind of like... The, the funny thing yeah. is that we modern humans work more than hunter-gatherers mm. on average which is yeah. a funny thought <laughs> a fat lot of good all of this like yeah. all this modernization is done yeah we're, we're literally doing more now we're doing more <laughs> but we should be doing less yeah I but when you, when you work up to like your happiest countries mm. their, their working culture is very much like a four day week and do five hour days and mm. I don't know, I remember watching this interesting video about this Scandinavian woman who was stressed out yeah. that she wasn't doing enough hobbies mm. and she wasn't doing enough like extracurricular stuff because mm. all of her friends had time to like socialize and work and and have like an allotment and a, a farm and a, and, a, and a little depot business mm. and she didn't feel like she was doing enough on the side of her job. She felt like she wasn't, she didn't have enough uh, she wasn't utilizing her free time enough and mm. she felt like socially pressured by Scandinavia because yeah. that's just the culture there is that you're supposed to have loads and loads of free time to do all of these interesting cool hobbies <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah it's like oh I'm not like a part time ski instructor <laughs> <laughs> ah <laughs> but then you get into like worse living conditions and people are working overtime and working yeah hours and, there's a there's yeah. a thing in China called like oh, what is it? Is it 996 oh, which is stupid. 9 till 9 6 days a week stupid um and yeah it's just they have to mm. we're blessed and so it's crazy that there's even all of these BBC articles about like how stressed everyone is because we're one of the easier countries yeah like but I guess at the same time it's like that's the culture in China it's a very like so no, well they call it nine nine six. Yeah, so it's like a known thing. Um, but I feel like even like in a lot of places like the UK, you'd get people like the Sigma grind set of like, well you should be working those hours because you need to always be getting ahead and doing more. Yeah, but it's like there's not. It's less ingrained in the culture, but I think it's getting there. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like China is developing. You know, mm. whereas we developed a while ago. 
and yeah. um, that we don't have that necessity for like being so competitive. No, we use slave level. We used um, we used yeah. we used Indians and stuff because mm. we were developing at a time when that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, developing the modern age sounds difficult. Yeah. You have to get a slave labor from the black market now. Mm. You have to do it all, all un- underhand now. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a shame. It's a shame, isn't it? You have to hide all of your slavery now. Ugh. Um, should, we, yeah. should we wrap up? Well, 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 yeah. I just think that I think that people should be working less. I think I think the more modern the world gets, the the I think yeah. I think I think a lot of modernity strives for convenience. It strives for becoming things should be becoming easier <laughs> that's the point of technology that's the point of ai that's the point it, it's it's wally it's wally people that's an extreme mm. but like that's that's we, what they yeah. kind of have to though like you have to work hard for capitalism and is that the issue no does it all stem back to the issue of late stage capitalism yeah Maybe. Maybe you'll find out next time on the Project Intellectuals. Next time on the. Yeah, okay, we're going to go now. Yeah, follow us on um, Twitter, Porridge Podcast. We got five likes on one of our Twitter posts. What was it? I think it might have been the most recent one. Or it was the, oh. the one that Miles shared. Um, I was quite surprised. Someone oh. I didn't know likes it. We are moving up in the world. I think they might have been trying to plug their broadcasting service. Oh, really? Maybe. Oh, sick. But yeah. Being targeted by scammers. Yeah. I love that for us. Okay. Um, Yeah, bye, guys. Bye. No, we need to say it. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.